Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Welcome back to the Literary Escapes podcast. I am your host, Becky Lee, and I am excited to have you here with me today. I have a podcast for you today that is coincidentally timely. I had planned this actually a few months ago that the topic would be, it was already set a few months ago. And so the fact that it has been in the news recently is just a curious So today I am going to share with you books that are set on the Titanic. And um, like I said, I chose the topic a few months ago because that is what we're doing in our book club this month. I host the Literary Escape Book Club and each month we visit a different destination. And so our destination for July is the Titanic and New York City after the Titanic. So yeah, so I had this topic already figured out, like I said, several months ago. And the fact that the Titanic um, has been in the news recently is a curious coincidence. So thought I would give you a little bit of a life update and then we'll jump right into our books. So I don't, I'm not sure when the last time I did one of my updates is, but I have at the moment two books published. The first one is called Finding Dolly and it is a sweet contemporary romance that the protagonist, uh, the heroine, her name is Grace, and she is on a hunt for Dolly Parton. And she goes to Nashville with her best friend, and it's a romance, so of course there's a guy involved. But um, it's a really sweet, fun story. And if you enjoy contemporary, you know, sweet contemporary romance, I'd love for you to grab it. It is over on Amazon, and um, it's a fun book. I really enjoyed writing it, and it's been it's been a, a really, really fun project and experience. Uh, the second book is called Rescuing Hope. It is a short story that is actually the prequel to Finding Hope. And this one is only free. It's only available through my newsletter. Um, it is a freebie for everyone who signs up for my newsletter. So if you aren't on my newsletter and you would like to get a free book, then um, there'll be a link in the show notes and I'd love to have you come join us. So book number three, which is actually number two in the series, um, but it's called Dating Brina and it is due out on July 25th. So that is coming right up. The third book in the series um, will be out in October. So I'll tell you more about that as it gets closer. But um, it's been a crazy fun journey but that's what's been going on with me. So let's jump into our books today, books set on the Titanic. Book number one, and I, like I said, I I researched this topic several months ago, and um, there are so many books written about the Titanic, set on the Titanic, about the other boats that were around the Titanic. And so I tried to get kind of a, 
sprinkling of different perspectives. Um, it's such a fascinating, the fact that it has lasted the uh, interest in the Titanic and the stories of those on the Titanic, whether fictitious or real, um, usually there's some of both in a lot of the books. The fascination is still there. And um, so I, I tried to choose books based on, like I said, all the different perspectives that we might be interested in. So the first one is called Shadow of the Titanic, The Extraordinary Stories of Those Who Survived. And this is by Andrew Wilson. This book was written back in, or published back in 2012. And it was published just before the 100-year anniversary of the Titanic scene. It was March of 2012. So here's the summary on this one. In the early morning hours of April 15, 1912, the icy waters of the North Atlantic reverberated with the desperate screams of more than 1,500 men, women, and children, passengers of the once majestic liner Titanic. Then, as the ship sank to the ocean floor and the passengers slowly died from hypothermia, an even more awful silence settled over the sea. The sights and sounds of that night would haunt each of the vessel's 705 survivors for the rest of their days. Although we think we know the story of the Titanic, the famously luxurious and supposedly unsinkable ship that struck an iceberg on its maiden voyage from Britain to America, very little has been written about what happened to the survivors after the tragedy. How did they cope with in the aftermath of this horrific event? How did they come to remember that night? A disaster that has been linked to the destruction of a small town? Drawing on a wealth of previously unpublished letters, memoirs, diaries, as well as interviews with survivors, family members, award-winning journalist and author Andrew Wilson reveals how some used their experience to propel themselves to fame, while others were so racked with guilt they spent the rest of their lives under the titanic shadow. Some reputations were destroyed. Some were so psychologically damaged that they took their own lives in the years that followed. Andrew Wilson brings to life the colorful voices of many of those who lived to tell the tale. From the famous survivors like Madeline Astor, who became a bride, a widow, and an heiress, and a mother all within a year, Lady Duff Gordon, and White Star Chairman J. Bruce Ismay, to, to lesser known second and third class passengers, such as the Navratil brothers, who were traveling under assumed names because they were being abducted by their father. So if you'd like a fascinating story that goes into some of the people that actually did survive this disaster, then pick up Shadow of the Titanic, the extraordinary stories of those who survived by Andrew Wilson. Book number two is um, The Captain's Daughter by Leah Fleming. This one is a fictitious story that, you know, like I said before, it's, uh, most of them are woven with pieces of fact and fiction all mingled together. So here is what this one is about. The secrets in a woman's heart are deeper than the ocean. For Mae Smith, traveling with her husband and baby girl, Ellen, stepping foot on the Titanic marks the start of an incredible journey. 
one which is destined to take her from the back streets of Bolton to the land of opportunity, the United States. When the unsinkable Titanic hits an iceberg one cold night, May's dreams are instantly shattered. Jumping from the sinking ship at the last minute, May loses sight of Joe and Ellen. Distraught, she's pulled onto a lifeboat. Minutes later, the real-life Captain Smith swims to the lifeboat and hands May a baby swaddled in blankets. This rescue is witnessed by fellow survivor Celeste Parks, married to an American industrialist who is on her way back to Ohio after her mother's funeral. In horror, they both watch the death throes of the mighty ship. May traumatized, knowing her husband has drowned, Celeste wishing her bully of a husband had been on board and out of her life. As dawn comes and the two women are rescued by the Carpathia, a friendship is formed, one which is destined to transcend the Atlantic and social differences between them and last a lifetime. Then May makes a shocking discovery and a split-second decision that will change the lives of many. So this one sounds like a really good one. And um, if you'd like something um, more of the story story woven into the you know story of people woven into the story of the uh, Titanic, then pick up The Captain's Daughter by Leah Fleming. Book number three is one that I've heard quite a bit about lately. Um, it's called The Second Mrs. Astor by Shanna Abe. This one has been, um, has gotten lots of very positive feedback online and has thousands of positive reviews. And it's one that almost made my book club. Um, it, I, I will probably read it anyway, even though we don't read it in the book club, I'll probably go ahead and grab this one and read it just because it sounds so interesting. So here's the, um, here's what this one's about. Madeline Talmadge Force is just 17 when she attracts the attention of John Jacob, quote unquote, Jack Astor. Madeline is beautiful, intelligent, and solidly upper class, but the Astors are in a league apart. Jack's mother was the Mrs. Astor, American royalty and New York's most formidable socialite. Jack is dashing and industrious, a hero of the Spanish-American War, an inventor and a canny business, businessman. Despite their 29-year age difference and the scandal of Jack's recent divorce, Madeline falls headlong and into love and becomes the press's favorite target. On their extended honeymoon in Egypt, the newlyweds finally find a measure of peace from photographers and journalists. Madeline feels truly alive for the first time and is happily pregnant. The couple plans to return home in the spring of 1912 aboard an opulent new ocean liner. When the ship hits an iceberg close to midnight on April 14th, there is no immediate panic. The swift, state-of-the-art RMS Titanic seems unsinkable. As Jack helps Madeline into a lifeboat, he assures her that we'll see her soon in New York. Four months later, at the Astor's Fifth Avenue mansion, a widow, Madeline, gives birth to their son. In the wake of the disaster, the press have elevated her to the status of virtuous, tragic heroine. But Madeline's most important decision still lies ahead. 
whether to accept the, the role assigned to her or carve out her own remarkable path. So if you'd like to learn more about the second Mrs. Ask, it's uh, bound to be a fascinating read. And that one is by Shanna Abe. The fourth book is a little different. It is, um, it's called The Midnight Watch by David Dyer. And this is more the story of one of the boats that was around the area um, versus the actual Titanic. So here's this one. As the Titanic and her passengers sank slowly into the Atlantic Ocean after striking an iceberg in the evening of April 14, 1912, a nearby ship looked on. Second officer Herbert Stone, in charge of the midnight watch on the SS Californian, sitting idly a few miles north, saw the distress rockets that the Titanic fired. He alerted the captain, Stanley Lord, who was sleeping in the chart room below, but Lord did not come to the bridge. Eight rockets were fired during the dark hours of the midnight watch, and eight rockets were ignored. The next morning, the Titanic was at the bottom of the sea, and more than 1,500 people were dead. When they learned of the extent of the tragedy, Lord and Stone did everything they could to hide their role in the disaster. But pursued by newspaper men, lawyers, and pol political leaders in America and England, their terrible secret was eventually revealed. The Midnight Watch is a fictional telling of what may have occurred that night on the SS California and the resulting desperation of Officer Stone and Captain Lord the aftermath of their inaction. This book was highly researched by David Dyers and um, he spent many years trying to figure out what might have been the story. And it is fictional, but um, gives a very interesting look on what might've happened. And if they had had, you know, if they had jumped into action, what might've been the result of that? To say. So that is book number four, The Midnight Watch by David Dyer. Next I have for you are the companion book that we are reading in the Literary Escape Book. This one is called The Girl on the Carpathia by Eileen and Wright Hodgetts. And this is another one that um, takes place the Carpathia is the ship that actually did rescue the 700 passengers um, that were rescued from the Titanic. And, but it focuses in on one young woman who was on the Carpathia and how that whole experience changed. her. So here's the summary of this one. SOS Titanic to all ships sinking head down 41.6 North, 50.14 West. Come as soon as possible. North Atlantic Ocean, 1912. Kate Royston is a witness to history as the RMS Carpathia responds to Titanic's desperate SOS. Kate plans to escape personal tragedy by fleeing to Europe, but everything changes when the Carpathia races to save the Titanic survivors. Forced to return to New York, Kate abandons her hope of escape and becomes embroiled as a vital witness to the high-profile Senate investigation of the disaster. Fueled by public rage, political infighting, the investigation becomes a witch hunt. 
Although Kate knows the truth, she's terrified that pitting her eyewitness account against ruthless, powerful men will leave her ruined. As she struggles to make a decision, her heart leads her to two men, a powerful lawman and a handsome young radio operator. Can Kate find happiness in the midst of a tragedy? I've read this book twice now. Um, I read it a couple years ago, and then I just finished it uh, last week and enjoyed it just as much the second time. It's a very well done book. One of the things I love about historical fiction is when authors put in the back the characters that are real, the characters that are made up, the events that are real, the events that are made up, and how they kind of pieced it all together. And this author does that. And I really appreciated that and enjoyed that. So if you would like a good book that, um, like I said, this one is from the view of somebody on the Carpathia. And it is The Girl on the Carpathia by Eileen and write Hodgins. So the last book I have for you is our book of the month in the Literary Escape Book Club. This one is called A Dress of Violet Taffeta by Tessa Arlen. Here's what this one is about. Lucy Duff Gordon knows she's talented. She sees color, light, and texture in ways few people can begin to imagine. But is the male-dominated world of haute couture who use her art for their own gain ready for her. When she's deserted by her wealthy husband, Lucy is left penniless with an aging mother and her five-year-old daughter to support. Desperate to survive, Lucy turns to the one true talent to make a living. As a little girl, the dresses she made for her dolls were the envy of her group of playmates. Now she uses her creative designs and her remarkable eye for color to take her place in the fashion world. Failure is not an option. Then on a frigid night in 1912, Lucy's life changes once more when she becomes one of 706 people to survive the sinking of the Titanic. She could never have imagined the effects of the disaster would have on her fashion label, Lucille, her marriage to her second husband and her legacy. But no matter what life throws at her, Lucy will live on as a trailblazing, innovative fashion icon, never letting go of what she worked so hard to earn. And this is her story. And it's called A Dress of Violet Taffeta by Tessa Arlen. Like I said at the beginning, there were so many books that I wanted to bring to you, but I try to keep these at a reasonable time. So I'm just going to list a couple of the others that had caught my eye and I'll link to them in the show notes so that if you'd like to check them out, you are very welcome to. So one of them was Women and Children First by Gil Paul. That one sounded fascinating. And the second one is the Titanic Secret by Clive Cussler. Completely different um, twist on things. Clive Cussler does adventure novels. This is one of his Isaac Bell novels. So it actually is set in the early 1900s. Um, but it's an adventure novel and it's fiction. And I'm guessing that there's some, um, some sort of, you know, based on reality in it. But it's a fun adventure to read. If you enjoy Clive Cussler, this is one, um, this is one of them that you should probably pick up, especially if you enjoy stories that 
take you into the Titanic and what happened with it. So, um, so those are the books I've got for you that are set on the Titanic or in and around the Titanic in some fashion. All of the books that I've mentioned will be linked in the show notes. So please click on that if you if there were any that caught your ear and you want to dig deeper into them, click on over and um, I'll have them all listed for you. Um, I think that's it for today. So I also will have my books linked in there if you'd like to um, grab Finding Dolly by me, Becky Lee. And I'll have a link to that one in there. And if you'd like to join my my newsletter so that you can get one of the um, free books, Rescuing Hope, then that link will be in there as well. So there's going to be a bunch of links in there today because <laughs> I've got a lot, a lot going on in this podcast. So thanks for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed our adventure um, all around the Titanic. And I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escape Podcast. If you enjoy hearing the behind the book story, then join me in the Literary Escape Society. We are a community of travelers who love books, or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.